Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Ramon Ray, fired from the United Nations, graduate of the FBI Citizens Academy, and a host on Breakfast with Champions. Today, the title of today's discussion is going to be Publicity, How to Get Publicity for Your Business.
how to network with your business, and we're going to learn about more as well. Jeff Todd Felt, my brother from another mother. How are you, my friend? What's going on in your world? How are you, man? It is great to be here. It's great to share today for those people who do want to get out there and get some publicity. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome, Jess. And I know your feet were tapping or moving or whatever you were doing as well. Jess, before we kick off, we got about 10, 12, 15 minutes together. Give us a brag a bit and tell us who Jess Todd Feld is. And then I want to hear from you. We're going to pour in and I'll ask you questions about publicity, what it means, what it doesn't mean, how to do it. But take 30 seconds and brag a bit. Who is Jess Todd Felt and why should we care? Brag, I'm going to tell you what I tell my kids. I am just some guy who's also going through the world trying to figure stuff out. <laughs> I appreciate that a little bit more. Why should business right, owners know about Jim Todd? Tell my kids, which is I have a Guinness record for publicity. I have it for more than a decade, which is being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. Um, there was no Zoom a little over a decade ago, so it was on radio. And I also have a book called Media Secrets. I'm a former TV producer. I speak and train on media and media skills. How's that? Is that? That is wonderful. And for? one more thing I'm going to say, Jeff has, uh, Jess has a program called uh, Media Ambassadors, is it Jess? Remind me. That is the truth. You're right. Yes. We have a program uh, where experts are needed by the media and we provide experts to the media. Absolutely. So do ch check out Jess's fans. profile indeed. Check him out, his links. Connect to that, his Media Ambassadors program. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. So Jess, listen, give us a master class, and you may word it differently, but for the common person who understands it, of publicity. We have a room full of people here. Many of them are business coaches, coaches, consultants, speakers, yeah. and people who will be listening to this podcast. And everybody in some way, shape, or form just wants publicity, whether that's publicity just in our church, whether that's publicity in the local you know, radio station on a podcast on big major media. Take some time and give us a master class. What is it maybe? How do we do it? Who's it not for us? Share with us. Just the stage is yours. What do we need to know? And then we'll follow up. Go for it, brother. Love it. Well, we have to, as Stephen Covey likes to say, begin with the end in mind. We need to know why the heck we're going to be doing it. Why do we want to get out there, whether it's to be on a specific TV show, being interviewed, or a podcast, or a blog, or you name it. I mean, I tend to focus on TV, print, radio, traditional media, but in this you know, world, the 2000s, really the way you get a return on interviews is the way you share it and put it, put it everywhere. And if you're sharing, say, a TV interview on Instagram, on Facebook, on wherever, on your website, your email marketing, you also need to say the right thing to drive people in a, to take a certain action. So that's why we have to begin with the end in mind. We have to say, okay, what am I doing? Am I trying to promote the local sandwich shop or is it a book or am I a CEO? And I want uh, the CEO experience. So figure out where you are, what you want people to do. And I did this on the phone with somebody yesterday or on Zoom, I guess. We're always on, on Zoom all day long if we're not on Clubhouse. And I said, What's the, what do you want people to do? And she said, well, buy my book. And I said, do you, are you, would, is there something else they can do too? And she goes, oh yeah, <laughs> they could, I, I'm a coach and I have big events and I have programs and, you know, all this other stuff. And I said, do you want them to get that? Yes. So do you, so if we don't want them to stop at the book, I said, if you're going to do an interview, then you need to have the right call to action 
and micro calls to action in an interview. So I'll talk about calls to action for a moment, Please. which is Please. the one that people expect is like, hey, go to my website. Uh, okay. Although maybe you didn't, you didn't give me a reason to go there yet, which is a reason not to go. But if the micro calls to action that precede it are things like, try this one thing. Hey, ask yourself this. Do I want this in my life? Hey, try this one thing later. You know, to all these little micro calls to action. Uh, you, you know, have you ever tried this? Do this, do these two things today. If you do say that along the way, people are thinking, oh, I'd like to do it. Let's say it's weight loss. I'm trying to pick something that's not my topic. And I said, instead of just, well, buy my book, if I said, hey, make this little change today when you're making your breakfast, you're like, oh, maybe I'll do that. Hey, try this one ingredient or removing this one ingredient. Oh, maybe I'll do that. So because you've gotten me to act along the way, even by saying, mm, maybe I'll do that, you've gotten me to take micro actions or little micro yeses. Hey, Jess, let me ask you one question. Yeah. Jess, if I may, I don't, I don't want you to lose track of what you're saying. Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. But this is very, very important. And I love what we do on these short segments is getting that one nugget. So please continue. But I want to underline for everybody listening today in the future, I've never heard it like this before. Takes micro calls to action. And is it the same thing just in a way of saying add value? Because you're right. Intuitively, you know, I'm on Oprah or I'm on Breakfast of Champions. Buy my thing. Go to my website. But I think we forget just Add a nugget, add value, or as you call it, micro call to action. I just wanted to underline it because I think it's fabulous. Please continue. Please. So I'll tell you the difference between just add value, which you should, and a call to action or a micro call to action, which is it's one thing to say, look, using this ingredient in your lunch today will help you burn more calories. It's another thing to say, so go try it. Go get some. You can get it at the local supermarket. Go get it and try it this week. That's the call to action. And you're like, hmm, well, maybe I will. Maybe I will go try that. You know, if you're talking about taxes and you're like, look, it's the middle of the year. Do this one thing to save yourself aggravation. Do not wait until tax time. Go do it today. It's like, hmm, maybe I will. So those are the micro calls to action. And the main call to action would be the expected one when you say, you know, hey, go to my website. And there's an even better way to do that as well. So it's not even enough to say, hey, go to my website. You know, like the old days, I have a phone number. Like everyone's going to write it, run and write it down. <laughs> is that oh, what they did right? back then, Jess? Is that what they did? Like, wait one well, second, Oprah, seven, two, three, four, eight, seven, nine. Uh, it went away. Oh, no, it went away. I can't now. never know. There was no Google yet. Um that that's how that worked. I mean, I used to. I was a TV producer for 13 years. I don't. I didn't mention that much about it. Um, mainly cable news, but lots of other shows. And yeah, sometimes we would put up somebody's. I mean, especially when it was uh, you know pre 2000, earlier days in the internet. I mean, only I only started 1994 as a producer, and um, and I did that like I said 13 years. So in the beginning, we had people put phone numbers on. 
I, I mean, I always wondered, I mean, is, is everyone running to go do it? So I don't think that they are. And, and now in 2021, I don't think that people are, if you said, I have a website, it's not enough. You said, I have a newsletter, it's not enough. Um, and if you say, I have some book, I don't think it's enough necessarily to get people to go there. So you start with the micro calls to action in most of your answers. So you're giving lots of value and you're telling people, you know, if you're a doctor, you're ex it's examined, diagnosed, prescribed. They say that in the sales world, um, which is you examine the problem deeply, then you diagnose, here's what you need to do, and then you need to prescribe. That's the piece that people forget. What to do, you know, when, when doing an interview and, and quite frankly, in, in sales conversations as well. So then the, I'm, I'm building up to the main call to action. So here's how you, you do it. We're going to change, you know, a lot of people have heard the phrase plug. Oh, I'm going to plug something. I'm plugging my book. Hey, I got a book. Go down to Barnes and Noble. Where? What is that? <laughs> it's a store. And you just got a door and you go through it. Is it on Amazon? Anyway, I digress. Um, so you're building up and you have your main call to action. Go buy my book. We're going to change the, the, the idea of plug. It's an acronym now. P-L-U-G, properly leverage your gift. Ooh. Yes, I spelled your, your. <laughs> he likes it. You like it, Ramon? I like that, man. Plug, properly leverage your gift. Talk to us. Feel free. So, Continue. This so you got to give something. It's not enough to just, oh, I have a book. Go, go remember to go get it. You have to say, oh, I also have this free thing. Can I, should I give one of my free things away right now? You should. Ramon? Right now, you sh Jess Todd Felt should give away one of his free things, which I know is going to be juicy. So please tell us, what is that free thing? You can go to mediacheatsheet.com. And I don't often bring it up, but it's free. And you're going to get this instantly. You'll get this download. And it has all these ways to completely leverage interviews and get a return before the interview, during the interview, after the interview. That's it. You should definitely go get that. Now, if I were on an interview where I was talking about my book, Media Secrets, I would have put that on the same page. It's not on the same page. It's just a, uh, a thing that I have to give away. And people would go there, they'd get this, and then it would say, hey, while you're here, you really should just have the whole book. And then once they get the book, you know, it's a funnel, then they would get emails saying, hey, I want to give you this other free thing. It's uh, basically a webinar or this other, you know, a, a digestible video that's 10 minutes long. Oh, that's cool. Hey, I want to invite you to this other thing. Hey, I want to get you on a phone call. And then I want to make some sort of offers, you know, bigger offers to you. Let me ask you that, a follow-up question, would be the, the full uh, This, this has been yes. great. Just you've been in Clubhouse quite a bit. We got about three minutes to go. I feel I feel important. Yes. I can tell the former producer. Through. You know how they say in the ear, "We have thirty seconds." I'm doing it's good. Yes, I feel so cool. <laughs> That's like right. an hour. <laughs> no, but Jess, come, tell us. You're on Clubhouse quite a bit, Jess. Or you hear yeah. these things. You and I are in similar circles, and I know it's not fair. You could probably talk about this for fifteen minutes. What is the thing that you most hear wrong? And all of us, let's be frank, right? We're trying to, it's some stronger than others pitch, get people in our funnel to, to talk to us further. And you've already told us one thing is the micro calls to action. But talk about Clubhouse. What is that thing you cringe and you're like, oh, I hear her. I hear him. I know they're trying to get business, but 
oh, they're doing it so wrong. And maybe it's the same thing you said. Anything else to add to that, especially for us who are listening, how to kind of draw people into us better? Yeah, you know? I think uh, it's it's not giving value. So you were like, give value, give value. You and I live and die by that. That's why I, probably when I, I joked, I'm, I'm a guy going through the world and I haven't given anything yet. So I didn't want to, you know, like, oh, look at me yet. I obviously need to introduce ourselves, but it's better to lead with value, give, 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 and and then say, hey, go get this other thing. So a thing that, sure, I see it on on Clubhouse, on YouTube videos, on traditional media interviews, where somebody basically says, oh, well, you'll have to read the book to find out. Well, I showed up today. Give me something, right? If the book is 180 pages, you should be able to give me five pages worth of good value where I say, holy cow, you know, if that's what you just told me now, I can only imagine how great the rest of your stuff is. And obviously, you know, we need to need it. it we, it, we need people who need whatever it is that we need, that we give. So Absolutely. the thing is, uh, it's that it's not giving enough value. And there are some people who do great. I, I think you're one of them. Thank you for having me on here on your show. <laughs> of course, you are and, most uh, welcome. And by the way, Jess, do you know Dina, who's to your left on Clubhouse? Do you know? I see her Have over you crossed there. paths with She's Dina? Also in our circles. <laughs> That's hey, right. Dina. <laughs> Dina. Dina's Dina's on there. She's clapping. And yes, it's true. NSA, National Speaker Association. Dina, thanks for being here. But just one more time, give us yeah. one or two websites where we can reach you. And I know people, I, they're probably right now, I can see billions of people are punching your face and clicking. But one more time, <laughs> tell us how ow, to reach you, ow. Jeff. And I want to repeat that tip. Face. Micro calls to action. Micro calls to action. That was freaking powerful. But Jess, take 10 seconds and tell us one more I time. I appreciate to... it. So you can, you can Google me, Jess Toddfeld. You can Follow me on social media in my profile. I think you could click over to uh, Instagram or one of those. And Ramon mentioned Media Ambassadors is the hybrid PR company that we run where we figured out how to get 80% more results at 80% less cost. There's my big tagline. And, and then go get the free thing that I mentioned today, which is, what was it? MediaCheatSheet.com. Love it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my friend, <laughs> Jess Todd Felt, the person I aspire to dress like on stage. Jess, thanks for being here. Feel free to hang out with us I if you like. You. But if you got to run, no I problem. I will hang appreciate out. you too. Love of you, brother. Course. Thanks, man. Hey, everybody. Again, this is Breakfast with Champions. I encourage all of you to go to breakfastwithchampions.live. By the way, I'm here in Dallas, Texas at the Embrace Your Ambition Conference. Many of you know our fellow hosts. We have uh, 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 Tamara Andrus, uh, Alexander, Alexander Gonzalez. We have Nate Forrest. We have Marcus Black. We have uh, so many people who – Christina Wood and Tony Moe and so many more are here that I've seen. If you look at my IGs, you'll see that. So, again, welcome as we continue the show Dina, what's up, Fireball? How are you, Dina? What's going on? I'm so happy to be here, as you can tell from my picture. Absolutely. Was that done just like customized just for Clubhouse to say, Ramon, I'm excited. But Dina, listen, <laughs> tell us a bit who you are and seriously, why you're so awesome. Brag about yourself. Take a minute or two just to set the stage of who Dina is. And then we're going to dive into your one tip for the day for us. The floor. My one tip. Well, I think my first tip is make a grand entrance. And I heard my cue when you and Jess were talking about micro tips. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I am super tiny. I know you can't tell on Clubhouse. I just outed myself. Um, but I stand a full four foot six and three quarters. I always make an impression. And I believe that all of us should take up space, honor who you are, everything that is unique about you. 
I am a business and career coach. I'm also a comedian. I'm a creative artist and I am focused on corporate comedy now. It used to be networking and branding with a side of comedy and now it's comedy with a side of branding and networking. And I love press, I love coaching, I love facilitating workshops. Most of all, I love people. I truly, truly am energized by human contact, whether it's on an audio app or on Zoom or on social media. So I really encourage all of you to reach out to me. All my details are in my bio. Book a call. I am an extrovert. I am lonely, and I'd love to talk to you. (laughs) I love it. That was beautiful. (laughs) Dina, if you don't mind, let me know if you want to take this another direction. I would love to spend our next 15, 10, 12 minutes together talking a bit about comedy. Is that okay with you, or do you have anything else on your mind? Um, Comedy is fantastic to talk about. I mean, I may go off into a whole set as we're talking, but, you know. You can do that. It's fine. Good. You've got to have fun. Life is serious enough. We can talk about networking. We can talk about comedy. We can talk about dating. All of that is funny. Um, We can talk about anything you want, Ramon. You know me. I will talk. Good. So here we go. Comedy. Let's talk about comedy and business. Why is comedy important? Is it for everyone, Dina? And those who don't feel themselves are funny as it were, but again, you can reframe all this as you like. Is it something that can be learned or even should be tried? So I guess what I'm asking, give us a a master class of comedy and business for the average person. And let's take it. I'm a coach consultant. I speak all the time, but I know there's something missing. I'm smart, Dina, but it's not popping and sizzling, if you get what I mean. Talk to us for a few minutes. Take the stage and help us understand how maybe we can improve through the lens of comedy, if you like that question. I love that question. So let me see. In no particular order, yes, comedy is important in business and in life. Having a sense of humor, um, knowing when to be serious, certainly, and knowing when to bring that levity and that sense of play in. Comedy can help diffuse a stressful situation. Most of all, I think comedy brings people together. And because, as you know, I am a networking coach, and and networking is stressful. We're all coming with that human baggage and insecurities and expectations. And so if we can just find some way to laugh, something to laugh at, not laugh at other people, but something about the situation, it helps us connect better. We can build better relationships. And obviously, the more positive the relationship, the more we can deal with conflict, communication, Um, shared goals, a project, something we're trying to achieve, whatever gets us there quicker, more effectively, and most importantly, more enjoyably, is always good. So to answer your question, yes, it is important. Um, Be knowing when and where comedy is appropriate, certainly. That may be personal or subjective or depend on the situation, but Let's just say, you know, we're all grownups here. You use, use your own judgment. But for the most part, if you can bring something fun into a situation and it helps you get along better with people, let's get it done. Um, you can't teach. One of my coaches said this to me. She goes, you can't teach funny. And she said, but Dina, funny is absolutely part of your brand. It's just who you are naturally. It just comes out. Uh you know, do I need my accountant to be funny? Not necessarily. I need him to be able to manage, you know, an Excel spreadsheet and my taxes. Like, I'll take the stage and he can take the spreadsheets. So does everyone have to be funny? No. Does everyone have to have a sense of humor? No, but it helps. 
And for those of us who are performers and comedians, we're really happy to have a real audience. <laughs> so like, absolutely, I, I take the stage with other comics. I love to share a stage, but not everyone has to be a performer or a speaker. Um, you can teach methods for using comedy, humor, improv, speaking skills. How, just I found that when I learned how to write a set and how to write jokes, it was different than the marketing that I had always written in the past. It was different than writing a website. But understanding how you can add humor, I thought all this like brilliant joke writing came out perfectly at the first you know, draft, which of course doesn't happen, isn't true, but would be lovely if it was. But you can write something, just basic information, and then punch it up afterwards and add the humor. People will want to read it. They'll want to listen to you. They'll enjoy it. They'll stay longer. Hello, algorithms and engagements. I'm going to take a breath now and pause for I love it. comments. No, Dina, I love it. I love it. And what I'm going to do here, are you prepared? And if it takes longer, Dina, let me know if it's not fair. But if somebody comes to the stage and wants to give you their best pitch or talk to, you know, one of their one-liners or something about their business, are you able to quickly coach them in five to seven minutes just to say, hey, here's something you can try. Is that doable now live or not quite the right opportunity the for it? The only way to find out is to try. Let's okay, we're going to do it. So here. Somebody flash your mic if you want. Maybe everybody may not be available. You know, I know it's 2.30 here in Dallas. But flash your mic if you have, if you want to tell us a little bit about your business and a little bit about your pitch and see if Dina can help you maybe spice it up a bit. Flash your mic if that's you. And if not, then no problem. We'll continue on. I just want to give people opportunity. I think Linnell is flashing. Linnell, I'm, if I'm, you're flashing, unmute and say hi. I'm flashing. I'm flashing. Okay, Linnell. So here's how we're going to do it. Linnell, it's good to hear you. So real quick, um, and tell us, tell Dina a little, you know what, let me step out of the way. I'm going to leave this to you and Dina. Dina's a first-class professional. So, Dina, you have about seven minutes, give or take. Dina, you're in control. Here's Linnell. The floor is yours, Dina. Linnell, listen to whatever Dina tells you to do. Awesome. All right. So am I pitching to Dina? Or uh, no, Dina... you're going to wait till Dina tells you what to do. Okay. Dina, the floor is yours. Okay, you go mean, first, Dina. Ramon, you, you set this up. So okay. Look, I Linnell? Anybody advice you... anywhere at any time. But, Linnell, I'd say either tell us what you want to pitch about yourself, your yes. business, whatever it is. Remember sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I'll take the lead on that. So sorry, Linnell. Sorry, Dina. So Linnell, first tell us a bit who you are in about one minute. Just share with Dina and me and all the millions of people here who you are. Linnell, do that first. Who are, who are you? Who do you serve? What problem do you solve? Linnell? Good afternoon. My name is Linnell Burns. I'm a mom of three. I have a background in corporate America as a subject matter expert. I currently am a small business uh, owner who specializes in illegal and identity identity theft protection for uh, couples, individuals, and small business owners alike. I love it. So then what we'll do is maybe give us one or two tips. Give a nice speech that you do. Let's pretend that me and Dina are here in the boardroom, and you're giving us two or three tips, two or three things you tell clients. After that, Dina, let me know. Maybe coach Linnell on, hey, Linnell, here's some, something you can think about to spice it up. So Linnell, take a minute or two. Pretend you're in the boardroom with Ramon and Dina, and you're kind of pitching us on your business or just giving us some tips on identity theft protection. Go, Linnell. The floor is yours. Well, one of the things that you want to make sure of when it comes to identity theft is that you are secure in your networks. Identity theft has taken on such a uh, big role. It's not just about credit cards or um, your financial information. There are actually six areas of identity theft ranging from medical to tax returns, identity, um, also character and criminal. 
And so when we're talking about identity theft, it has to be a conversation that is encapsulating the entire person, not just one part of them. The way that you do that is you make sure that you're proactive as opposed to reactive, uh, having a service that is looking for the back door that these hackers are coming into. It's just like having a secretary as a gatekeeper. When you're coming through the front door, you're, you're greeting the secretary, but with identity theft and, and not securing your network, it's like having that secretary in the front of the building, but your back door is open. And so what we do is we make sure we are, um, we are protecting your, your virtual private networks, also your ISP addresses, making sure that there's no information that is leaking out of the back door that would then make you liable as a small business. I love it, Linnell. Clearly, Dina, Linnell is super smart. She knows her stuff like nobody's business. But I'm sure there's one or two tips, Dina, in comedy or not, that you'd say, Linnell, keep practicing this offline, not here, you know, but something she can go back home, go to the office, and maybe do a bit better. Dina, what would you say? Absolutely. So I've been listening. I've been taking notes. Linnell, I think what you do is incredibly important. I do know a little bit about it. This is ripe for comedy material. Not that you have to be a comedian, but also for storytelling and analogies. So, you know, I mean, the word backdoor right away, there's comedy gold in that. You're like, the back door is open. But when you talk about the front door, the hackers, gatekeepers, secretaries, like I really thought maybe more of a um, security guard. So you want to tell a story. I understand why this is important. Everybody worries about it. But scare the heck out of us and reassure us. Give me a scenario. Imagine if, right? And, and we know they're horrible. You don't want to, like, completely send a potential client in, into a complete breakdown, crying and screaming, like, oh, my God, they're going to take over. And I've had this happen. People will start to use your picture and your profiles on LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever, Excuse me, but I, I would say let's look at all of this and break it down because you, you started listing all the six areas and I kind of got a little off track at that point. Um, tell me the most important things. Give me a story. Give, make characters out of this. So I am the business owner and who comes along and like steals my identity and what happened to my big beefy security guard who's trying who's supposed to take care of me. What happened to my secretary? Was she on a break? Was she, you know, out flirting with the coffee boy? Um, front door, back door definitely can actually give you that full picture from beginning to end. Uh, information leaks, that can be funny and serious. And then I would look at things like superheroes, right? Like there's a joke, it's not mine. But if you think about Clark Kent and Superman, right? They're never in the room at the same time. Uh, there's a joke about Wonder Woman. They say, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. So now I'm sitting in a disciplinary meeting in a Wonder Woman costume. But if you can take that legal identity theft and make it like the superhero analogy, or you know, you always imagined you would be X, Y, Z, and now somebody stole that from you. I, I mean, I'm just like rambling here with ideas. You're not rambling as well at, at all, Dina. I love it. I love it. Linnell, 10 seconds. What did you think, Linnell? And I know you just heard it and something more stuff to do, but do you think you could improve a bit, you know, and, and, and of course you're super smart, but do you think you could tweak this a bit, Linnell? 15 seconds. What do you think? 
I do, Ramon. Um, one of the things that I, and I appreciate this, this exercise because I know that I'm smart, but I also need to be more colorful in my delivery. So thank you so much for the feedback. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. And Linnell, if you will email me uh, or just con connect with me, if Dina will allow me, I will buy an hour of Dina's time, which is way pricey, but I will still buy it and I will just not have meat or milk or cereal this month. I will buy an hour of Dina's time and maybe y'all can work together. But Linnell, thanks so much. Dina, listen, give us one or two more tips or thoughts before we end this segment. This has been so good. And feel free one more time to tell us the best way to reach you, but leave us with one more tip, thought, you know, advice that you tell your clients and then tell us one way to reach you. But Dina, it's been so good having you. The oh floor. my God. You, you're awesome. Like Ramon and I met, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. We kept the relationship going over years. We talked, we got together. We're now on Clubhouse. So here's my tip actually. Keep the love alive. Relationships like dating, they take effort and time and energy and they are so worth it. And what Ramon just did, offering an hour of my time to the Linnell as a gift, that is an incredibly generous gift. And if and a clients of mine do that as well, and I love when they do that, it makes me so happy. Finding ways to be of service to other people. I know it sounds obvious, I know we all talk about it. Whether it's free advice, a pat on the back, a reassurance, inviting someone onto a clubhouse stage with you, making somebody laugh, making introductions. Um, we're all human beings. We're all going to deal with insecurities and goals and hopes and dreams and good and bad days. Let's get through it together. And, Dina, and have fun. <laughs> fun indeed. Dina, thank you so much. Feel free to hang out with us on stage for a bit if you have time or if you have to quietly go. No problem at all. Dina, thanks so much, Jess. I do acknowledge those claps. Thank you so much, Dina. And again, I just want to shout out Dora Maria. Thank you, Dr. Sean, Monica, Annette, Linnell, Bridget, Michaela, Emma, Jeff, Rev, Max. What's up, man? World-renowned soccer player or football players that were Terrence, Michaela, Tosh, Thomas. What's up, brother? Good seeing you just a few weeks ago. And Jude. Thank y'all for being here. Y'all could be chopping onions with the kids, working on projects, but the fact that you're on the room here, it means a lot and appreciate it. And I recognize and acknowledge all of you. Thank you so much for that. Julia Pimsler is here, the million dollar women coach. What's up, Julia? How are you? Woot, woot. I am so happy to be here with you, Ramon. I've been looking forward to this. Absolutely. I'm happy to have you here, too. I know you are one busy lady just coming off a few projects. We're getting ready to start a project, I believe. And sorry for the noise in the background. I'm here in a ballroom in Dallas, Julia, so there may be a oh, bit of wow. noise. Oh, wow. Very cool. You, well, indeed. Any, any party you're at, I want to be at. So this is your party, and I'm here. I appreciate it. And you're going to talk more than me, so the news won't matter. But listen, Julia, as I said to the other, to, to our friends, Jess and Dina, brag a bit about yourself. Tell us a bit who you are, the network, you have a book out. Tell us a bit who you are. And then after you do that, I'd love to dive into that one tip you have. Kind of give us a Julia masterclass. But first, Julia, let the Breakfast with Champions audience know those who are live, but this podcast is reached by thousands, who Julia Pimsler is. Take the floor. I am so excited to meet all of you. And I just before I dive into who I am, I just want to give a big shout out to Linnell, who did a great job describing her business. And Dina, you're clearly an amazing coach. And I want to share one other little tip for Linnell, which is when I went out to raise venture capital for my prior business, someone told me, pitch your business to someone else and then have them pitch it back to you. And that was the best exercise because we think when we're talking like, oh, this is super clear. Everybody would understand this. And then the person pitches it back and they got about 20% of what you said. So I'm going to just pile on to Dina's amazing Powerful. advice. 
right? What do you think, Ramon? Have you That's, ever tried no, I that? Said, I just said powerful. Continue. I just said powerful. Yeah. Powerful. All right, cool. So, yeah, who am I? I am the Million Dollar Woman, I guess, because I wrote that book. But I more think of myself as Chief Empowerista, which is my title at my company. So I'm the founder and Chief Empowerista at Million Dollar Women, where, where we are helping one million women get to one million in revenues. And uh, Ramon and I often connect around trying to level the playing field for entrepreneurs who aren't typically at the table and that's really what we're all about at Million Dollar Women. We're for women who want to go big and make a big impact because it turns out that women who want to grow big, successful businesses, it's not so they can buy a Porsche or a beach house. It's so they can have a bigger impact. At least that's the case for the women in our community. So they want to serve on nonprofit boards and give back. They want to be leaders in their community. They want to help change the world through the products and services that they have. And those are the women who are coming into our world and we're helping them to grow their revenues and work with other incredible industry experts like Ramon, like our mutual friend, Joe Applebaum. Woo, woo, Joe, give him a shout out. Mm -hmm. And uh, woohoo! And get some of that business training that they may not have gotten. You know, a lot of women, Ramon, I'm sure you know plenty of entrepreneurs like this, they started a business because they're super passionate about something. And then they have to learn the business skills along the way. I love it. That is powerful indeed. So, Julie, let's pour into it. Listen, and by the way, Jess and uh, Dina, if you're still around, about 245, 250, we kind of have a free-for-all with all three of you if you have the time. So, uh, Julia, let's dive right into it. What are, what are those things? That's one or two things that when that new woman is joining your network, join your community, if you don't mind, open up the playbook and like Ramon, here's what I'm always saying, or here's the biggest challenge which I have to work with them through because I know you're all about mindset too and business and scaling. There's a lot you can cover, but give us a masterclass from Julia. Maybe let's do that. Talk to the women, but I know men can learn too. So what are you telling that woman who first joins? And you're like, Ramon, this is what we got to work on first. Talk to <laughs> us, Julia. Well, that's pretty easy. I just came off an orientation right before this for some new members of our community. And if someone's wondering, well, where, where do I find these people? It's millionwomen.com, very simply. And when women join, we do our orientation. And it's fascinating to hear what they say, right? We just had about 20 women who just joined. And so many of them said, you know, I knew this business could be something bigger, but I don't know how to delegate. I don't know how to hire a team. I'm afraid of raising venture capital or any kind of capital. I've got to figure out how to not be a one-woman show. And that's a big common theme. And, you know, I, I'm just really fascinated, Ramon, and I'm sure you've seen this too, that the very skills that allow you to start and grow a business to, let's say, 100,000, 200,000, even 500,000, are not the same skills you need to get to a million. And in fact, the great paradox is that those very same things will keep you small. The very things that everyone's always complimenting you on, right? You're so good at multitasking. You just get the job done. You'll stay up till midnight if need be, right? You're going to work smarter, faster, harder than anybody you know. Actually, I'll take out the smarter, faster and harder, right? But in order to get to a million, it's not that set of skills. Yes, we all have to have grit and hustle, smart hustle, if you hang around with Ramon. Thank you. Um, Right. But that's the baseline. Right. You got every entrepreneur's got to have a hustle. But then if you're talking about getting to a million, two million, ten million, it's a lot about networking. It's a thank you, Dina, for bringing that up. It's a lot about fundraising. If you have that kind of business, it's about hiring the right people, managing the teams. So something else we talk about a lot in our community is that really the CEO needs to be focused on three things. And if you're a new CEO or even if you've been a CEO for a while, you know, this is kind of a, 
a fun thing you can always go back to. So the three things a CEO needs to be focused on is hire the right people, set the strategy, and keep the money in the bank. And those are the three things. And we get so distracted with like, oh, you know, the products and services and answering all the emails and, you know, all the things that distract us all day long. But if you really focus on those three things, that is what leads to having a big, successful company. So when you said, what do they all have in common? It's largely that they're super smart, super driven, but they just don't know how to build the teams or get their finances together or ramp up their marketing. They're having success, but we help them get to that next level. Absolutely. Julia, can I, do you mind if I confess something to you, Julia? Just lean in because I, I just want you to hear it. I don't want to, you know, it's not for everybody, just me and you. <laughs> okay, just okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> As you know, Julia, I started four companies, sold two companies over the past many years. But Julia, only over the past two years is Ramon Ray tasting what you've just said, the aspect of building the right team, moving things together, focusing on my money. Because it's easy to have money, right? Credit cards galore. You can get $500,000 probably, give or take, depending on how you do it with just credit cards. To my point, I'm just confessing to you that even having done the great stuff I've done, I'm thankful to God for it. I've struggled in these areas. So I feel like even for me, Mr. Smart Hustle, it's kind of a reset the next one to five years. Do you ever encounter that, Julia? I that, love am that. I alone yeah. in that? No, God, no, no. I mean, look, I still have to remind myself days, right? When I'm, I mean, it, you're always tempted to do the things you love to do, right? I love to write. So I could sit and write blog posts all day long, right? But if you notice, that was not one of the three things. Um, <laughs> hire the right people, <laughs> set the strategy, and keep the money in the bank. Now, I do still write some blog posts, but if I ignore any of those three things, this business does not grow and thrive. And I also know this very intimately, exactly what you're talking about, because I did that for years. I mean, for five years, I guess folks don't know my history. You know it. But I mm -hmm. ran a language teaching company called Little Pim. It was language teaching for young children that I created when my first son was born because I wanted him to learn French and there was nothing on the market. And so I created this multimedia language teaching company. I was having a blast helping parents, you know, be their kids first language teachers. It was multimedia. But you know what? I almost worked myself into the ground because I had been taught and raised, you just work twice as hard as everybody else. That's how you get to success. And the longer I work with women and people of color and you know anybody who's not sort of like white Christian male, that's what we're taught, right? You got to work twice as hard as everybody else. And that is not only not helpful, it can be very destructive, right? Because you can get burnout. You know, we know that CEOs suffer from depression and other anxiety disorders at a higher rate than the average population. And it is from, you know, just the constant hustle. So I'm so glad that you found this new way of working. And, you know, I'm excited to see what that leads to. Absolutely. And Julia, I don't I, I don't even know how to go backwards and understand how I how I discovered it. Well, I do in a way reading books like yours and others. But my point is, can you help us understand the bridge, Julia? And feel free to push back. You know, all my interviews, I love when people correct me or say, Ramon, I wouldn't word it that way. It doesn't bother me. So <laughs> is that what's the bridge, though, between looking at the stage here? But let's go back to Linnell. And again, Linnell's probably way farther ahead than I'm saying it, but I'm just going to use her as a metaphor looking at her beautiful smile. What's the bridge between Linnell getting on Canva, doing her own things, downloading Adobe. You know how it is, Julia, editing the videos. She's running off to deliver this, that, and the other because she's right now maybe a one, maybe two person. What's that delta between where she's doing it all, as Seth Godin says, because she's also the cheapest, she does it the best, she does it, does it perfectly, but between maybe building a $700,000 company, 
$500,000 company, 1.2 million with a small team. If you understand what I'm trying to ask, what's that delta, that jump with how to shift from survival mode to a different mode, if, if that makes yeah, it's a great question. Step one is you have to be fed up. <laughs> you have to actually be fed up with working that way. Almost every woman who comes into our community, and we've helped thousands of women double their revenues, get to a million, they all have that in common. They're like, I can't, I can't do it like this anymore, right? And that always resonates with me because when I ran that language teaching company, I worked myself so into the ground that I actually thought of closing it down. I was just too exhausted. I had two little boys who were three and six, my husband was not on Wall Street. He was working at a nonprofit. I was one of the chief breadwinners. It was just too much pressure. And then I didn't even know there was another way of doing it. Once I found that other way of doing it through coaches and mentors and programs, then I couldn't believe I'd ever run it that way, right? And saw that, oh my God, I was never going to be able to get past four or 500,000 that way, but I just didn't know it. So the first thing is you got to be fed up, a little bit exhausted, a little done with the way you're doing it. Because if it's working, why change it, right? So people can stay in that hustle mode for years. I think that's what you were just saying you did, right, Ramon? Because yep, it was, was kind of working, mm -hmm. right? You, I mean, everybody knows Ramon Ray, right? You're like a superstar. And, so and like, Julia, why change you were the, it? You were the blog writer. I was the guy video video julie as you know who wants to work on the what the purpose and the the team i just want to get my little phone <laughs> and do videos all day long and neither of us wanted to do the finances that's clear no 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 <laughs> julie, now listen. i do now i do <laughs> tell us tell us one or two more things julie we'll try to wrap up at about 45 and if you have the time i'm not sure what your calendar is but if you have to run it's no problem but uh give us give us one or two more things julie sure. practical things that a linnell mana because i look at the stage who are superpower women but you talk to so many women it's like talking to a, a priest or preacher or a teacher right you you, you see the problems at a high level. Oh, What's and I see the, the theme. I mean, today? I can't yes. tell you how I have the same conversation over and over and over again. So the step one is fed up, okay, or burned out or exhausted, or I can't do this anymore. Step two is, I think there's another way. I see other people running their businesses, you know, they're like posting photos from Puerto Rico, and they run a business. Why am I sitting here at my desk at 11pm when they're in Puerto Rico? So what is that other way? And how do I learn it? And step three is to learn from people who have been there, done that, right? Unfortunately, you don't need a degree to be a coach, right? Just like anybody can, you know, any therapist might not be good. You know, I, I've done lots of therapy. I love therapy, but, you know, therapists are not all created equal. I say find a coach. It doesn't have to be me, but find someone who has been there, done that and learn from them. That is the fastest road to success. And you and I have been at so many workshops and seminars together, you know, doing just that, right? That's a continual, continual journey. Yeah, I love that, Julie. That is awesome, awesome. Julie, one more time, can you give us, uh, we already have your full name, but give us the way to reach you or anything else you want to add about yourself. And again, I do that because it's important. You give value to us, but many people listening may need help. And as I've learned from others, it's selfish to not give them the help. So Julie, take 10 seconds, uh, not 10, 10 too short. How about 17 seconds? <laughs> and share with us a link <laughs> or one more way that we can reach Julia, and then we're going to open it up and have a round robin of discussion. Love it. All right. So I, you can find me and the Million Dollar Women community at millionwomen.com. You can set up a call directly with me at scalewithjulia.com. And if you're interested in this idea about why are we raised to work twice as hard as everybody else and why were we sold that bill of goods, you can check out my new TEDx, which is called Ditch Grit and Go Big. And you can just Google that and it'll come right up.
I love that. Julia, thank you so much. All right, so we're going to have a round robin. Dina, Jess, and Julia, thanks for hanging out and still here. And again, anybody who ever awesome. has to drop I'll, off, I'll I just say, good, good, good. I, I love that it. That sounds great. Well, I just always acknowledge around. you're welcome, Julia. And thank you, Julia Pimsler, longtime friend of mine. So, all right, listen, I see some blinking. It could be um, uh, ovation from Linnell. Uh, I think it's the word, or, or, you know, clapping and all those things. But anybody wants to join the stage and just unmike, say your name, and Fire a question at, at Jess, publicity or more. We all can talk about a lot of things. Dina or Julia, we'll have some fun for the next uh, 14 minutes, give or take. So who wants to unmike and say your name or blink, and I'll call on you, and we'll have some fun. If not, I'm going to toss out the first question, but I always want to get the stage. Uh, Julia, Jess, and Dina, time to ask. Uh, Linnell, please go for it, Linnell. This may be Linnell's coaching class with three experts to help grow Linnell's business. Linnell, unmike and ask your question. It's floor short. You're incredible, Ramon. I actually just wanted to thank you because you did not have to do what you just did. So I just wanted to personally say thank you so much for offering the coaching with Dina. Absolutely incredible. This segment has been just life for me today. And thank you for who you are and everyone that's on the stage today. I'll go ahead and and you are so welcome. By the way, if you do have a question about publicity or about scaling or anything else, you're welcome to ask a second one. But for that, I'm just going to open the mic. Dina, Jess, and Julia, I'll go for you first, Dina, since Julia just finished. Anything you wanted to share that Julia talked about, anything you wanted to add, Dina, while you were listening, and then I'll do Jess, and then I'll do Julia, and we'll have some fun, the three of us just talking and cutting each other off and, and laughing together. Go for it, Dina. Anything you wanted to add? I'm going to ask the most important question that everybody always asks. How can you make me go viral? I love that question. I'm going to let Jess answer that question. <laughs> oh, Jess, what do you, well, and that's a political question, Jess. That, to me, that is a political yeah. question because we get two different answers on Breakfast with the Champions. We have a two-hour social uh, show, and we got ballers, like people that have billions of views. So, Jess, what do you say? How can Dina go viral? Well, it depends how we define viral. So if we're here on the internet, we're talking about people sharing our videos at, at uh, an unbelievable speed. So if you could slip on a banana peel maybe, or um, get a video of somebody, you know, robbing a bank, this would be really, really much easier than if you're just talking about our business stuff. Um, because it tends to be stuff like that if we're talking about say a viral video. Um, but if I were to give you an even more focused answer, if we're talking about on these web platforms, it would be to follow their al algorithms and, you know, the people who do it, they, they have lots and lots of videos. They, they very closely watch what the algorithms are. Um, but we could all be, this is how I tie a bow on this. We could all be super successful and not have to go viral. There are, you know, 8 billion people in the world. I only need 1 billion to know about me. That is true. That is powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Julia or Dina, jump into the conversation. I have questions, but I'll leave it to the three of us. We can just have some fun together, adding value, giving information, getting insight, or asking each other questions uh, before we close. And if anybody on stage wants to ask a question, just unmute your mic, unmute your mic, say your name, say your name. Jude may be unmuting and saying something. Jude, yes, are you Jude talking to me? Hey, you Jude. And Jude, to I have a question tell people who you are. And tell people who you are, too. Please do. Tell people who you are. Introduce oh, thank yourself. thank you, Ramon. And then yes, hi. I'm Jude Jernad. And my background's television. I come out of interviewing a lot of famous people and talk, talk shows. And, and we have a coaching business for entrepreneurs. And we work with executives in the C-suite. And we also work with entrepreneurs 
Kobe, the collaboration of brilliant entrepreneurs. And thank you, Ramon. And it's always so great to be with you. If anybody ever needs a jolt of energy, tune into any room that Ramon is in or go to his podcast or wherever you need to be, wherever he is, and you will get your jolt of energy. I appreciate that. <laughs> go ahead. Well, it's Julie, just the, question, the floor is yours. Hey, Julie. Uh, I know your work, and it's so nice to meet you. I read your book, and the million, I, want, I don't want to malign oh, it, but the millionaire woman, I think. So, so nice to meet you. But thank I have you. a question, because we do get to work with executive women, and they're in the C-suite. They're moving up the corporate ladder, and we also work with entrepreneurs, and that's a mixed program in person coaching here. We launch in L.A. We're in our fourth or fifth year, I guess. And so what I am finding with women, and and, and, and men, I know there's a lot of men on this audience and on this stage, but I find women have the more challenges. Even today, when it, they start to talk about revenue, profit, getting raises, uh, uh, increasing fees, do you see that, or is that is that a, something that you don't encounter? By because I know you work so much, your book was you know for women, and so I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, if you would, Julie. And nice to meet you. Oh, so good to meet you too. You know, it does go back to owning your worth. You know, I do so much coaching around sales because a lot of what helps women grow their businesses is to be better at sales. And you can't embrace you know raising your rates, closing deals, answering objections until you own your worth. So I think that's where you see that theme pop up in both corporate America and in entrepreneurship. Um, that's, and it's a mindset thing, right? I mean, my, my first book was Million Dollar Women, but my second book is Go Big Now, Eight Essential Mindset Practices to Overcome Any Obstacle and Reach Your Goals. Because what I was finding is that women are so smart and so driven and so capable, but they're getting in their own way. Right. And that's the mindset bit. Do you ever do you ever find that, too? Well, you know what? Absolutely. In fact, one of my friends who's a consultant, highly successful, he was working with a woman. She's not in our program, but he was working with this woman and she wanted to raise her fees from whatever they were, 25,000 to 50,000 for a consulting project or whatever. And so he had her do some role play. And she said, well, actually, my fees are $50,000, but I could lower them. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you can't make this up, right? <laughs> and so, and so it, it was just funny because I do think that women have a harder time. And I, and I, I don't know whether it's because they, it, the nurturing is so built into us. And so, I mean, my staff is always saying to me, you just gave someone $25,000 worth of information. I see it. I say it, you know, but, but I feel that valuing time respecting your time, respecting your value, as you have said, respecting your contribution. And so this is how I've helped people, Julie, and I don't know whether you agree with this or not. I'd love to get your thoughts. We figured out in 2019 how many millions of dollars people have made going through our programs that we know about. And, and I mean, literally, it can be, you know, they, they've told us, and this is what we know about. Fantastic. So I was thinking about that, and I, I gave this to my entrepreneur, my coaching program, my Kobe. And I said, when you start to think about the results that you are, pre, that people are, are accomplishing because of having worked with you. I mean, everybody still has to do their own work, but they weren't doing it before they worked with you. So I think when people start to look at it for the result value, to me, that that says, hey, this is the what you had said, what you just said about understanding your value. It, it can yes. be very big, big revenue. So thank you. I, I really appreciate that, Julia. Well, and and I'd love to know about I, your new book too, Julia. Oh, yeah. I'd love you to check it out because the truth is, you know, sometimes people say, well, why coach just women? Why don't you just coach everyone? First of all, I think about 85% of what I teach is for anyone, but it's that 15%. 
that makes all the difference for the women because we do have issues that you know men may not have and i'm also including anyone who identifies as a woman gender non-binary and that's that's who's in our community very ambitious people but who are socialized right i mean look we've all been socialized to you know have a certain hierarchy in our minds to you know present ourselves a certain way because of our of our age or because of our skin or because of where we come from or because you know our parents weren't entrepreneurs or because we're the first in our family went to college right all those things factor in and that's why mindset is like I call it the foundation on which you build your mansion you cannot build a mansion on quicksand and you cannot build a successful career in corporate America or a successful company with a shaky mindset. It's just not possible. So, you know, that's why I wrote the book is to help people with that journey. But I, I completely agree with you that it's all about owning your worth and figuring out, hey, if I'm creating all this value for other people, then why don't I charge more? And well, Julie, I think pop off so other people can ask questions. And Julie can oh, Jude, you being here yeah. has made my day. Thank you so much, darling. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's Jude, one of the many hosts we have on Breakfast with Champions. Uh, Thank you, Jude. But, yeah, but I did want to add... Thank you, Julia. Jude. I did want to add Julia and Jude, if you're around is that, and, and to Jess and Dina, I think that, again, I don't want to step in doo-doo here, but when I think about women and men, I think of me and my wife. I'll just use us as an example, me and my wife. Yeah. As the caretaker of our home, as the mother's my wife, I need her nurturement. She is a rock star at that. When I'm there, it's a hot mess. This is just my point of view. People may disagree. <laughs> She's recently launched an Etsy business selling wreaths. That's where, not that nurturing is not important, but it's a new skill she has to develop. Like, Ronnie, why are you selling wreaths, for example, for $200? These are so good. You could sell for $700. No, I couldn't. <laughs> so my point is, I think it's a beautiful thing. Sometimes you need the more nurturing, caring, if you all know what I'm trying to say in a respectful way. That's yeah, my wife, you. at least. What she brings, me... But in the same way, if, if, if something goes wrong, whatever, Ramon, I need you to kick this guy's butt. She's calling me. That was a bad example. Let me shut up before Jess has to give me some uh, media help. I'm Thanks, Jude. Ramon, so other people can get to Julia and ask while she's here. Julia, Great to meet you, Jude. That was so I, fun. Great to meet I you. Just want, you too. And I just want to say, I'm writing a new book for women, and it's not in your same vein. But I would love to maybe, um, if you are up to it, I'd love to interview you for this book. So I'm going to connect oh, with I'd you. Oh, I'd be honored. Offline, okay? Yeah, you, I'd love I it. Thank you. I think you like the women who are in it. You, you I'm sure. It. We have lots more to talk about. So, yeah, please reach so, out. So I should DM you on, on, on Instagram? Is Instagram. That I, uh, Instagram is my home. I, I, I'm rarely here, sadly. I'd love to be here. But I don't think Clubhouse is made for busy working moms. <laughs> Whenever people are like, I spent seven hours on Clubhouse. I'm like, no, I, I can't do that. <laughs> Thank you, Ramon. Thank you, Julie. Of course. And Jude, I'm uh, Julia's uh, agent, so you can just DM me Clearly. and go through me, and I will, uh, I'll take the 1% first. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Listen, uh, Jess, let me end, possibly not end, but Jess, one more. Why don't you give us another tip, a thought, what you think about women in business, or maybe you don't want to do that, but whatever you want. Jess, let's hear from you for two seconds, then we'll hear from Dina, then we'll close out with Julia. Listen, we have four minutes to go before Dora Maria and Jess. If you don't know Dora Maria, click on her face, follow her. Dina, if you don't know Dora Maria, click on her face, follow her. Julia, if you don't know Dora Maria, click on her face, follow her. She's next. We have three minutes, and I've just used 10 seconds of your time, Jess. Jess, go for it. Feel free to give us another tip, whatever it is, from Jess Todd. Well, you know, normally it would be a real landmine for you to ask the guy about women in business. Um, but what, here's what I'll add on to the discussion that, that the ladies were just having, which is I, I think if we pick any lane or any group and we say I – focus on these people, it does two great things. Because I think in business, we always want to be like, I, I, my stuff is great for everybody. And then nobody can find us. 
But when we say, oh, I picked this group, then the people outside of the group say, wait, 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 that sounds really good. I, I, I'd like some of that. You could always give them some sort of ancillary product. But the people within that group really get energized and lit up. And if I said I, I provide media training just for CEOs or authors or celebrities, then that particular group would say, oh, you're my person. I need to work with you. So anyway, just um, piling on and agreeing that that is always a great way to go. There, there are that, riches and niches, right? There are yes. riches and niches, right? Because if, if people know about you and know what you do, then they can talk about you when you're not even there, which is the whole point. That's I love it. it. And just every time I Great see the million out. dollar women, I feel like like disguising myself and joining it. You know what I mean? You're right. So I'm like, oh, what about me? Oh, you so, are an honorary <laughs> member, Ramon. Come I know I am, Delia. You are. <laughs> I know I am. You and Dina. Joe. You and Joe. You can come in any time. Indeed. Joe who can that's dance when you know better than anybody. doing something right. When, when the people outside the group are like, what, well, what's that? Come, come talk yeah. about it over here. Okay, so I, I feel I, that about Dina's group. Dina, pour into us. Give us, a, want, give us a tip, advice, whatever. I want to join the old boys club. Ooh, I love it. Join the women's network. I want to go to the old boys club where all the power and all the money and all the decision making is, and take that over and bring all my women in with me. Also, I'm looking for a man. I'm single, so I think the old boys club would be a better place than all the. <laughs> well, Dina, we are creating all that wealth and power in our community. In fact, a lot of the women who went through our program five years ago, we just celebrated our five-year anniversary. They're multi-million-dollar women, and they're back as mentors and helping the next set of women get to a million. So come on over, Dina. I don't know if we'll find you the guy, but we can definitely introduce <laughs> you to a lot of power players. I love that because Ramon and other people know I'm very involved with a lot of women's networks. Not a place to meet a man, but a place yeah. to meet friends and clients and amazing, amazing I hear women you. and men. And I have two boys, so I figure, you know, these are all the, the daughters I didn't have. Mm. <laughs> so listen, those hearing, those hearing the sound of my voice... If you're an eligible gentleman, definitely want to hit up Dina the Fireball. Yeah, and look maybe at Tony that gorgeous Lucchizzo. red dress. She's hot. <laughs> Play you something when y'all connect. But listen, just Todd Felt, Dina, Julia, thank you all, my friends, for joining me today and elevating Breakfast with Champions. This panel, have a beautiful, beautiful oh day. God, Feel so free fun. to stay around, keep us playing in the background, or whatever you like. But I'm so glad you're here today as I get ready to introduce and hand the mic over to the next guest. Julia, Jess, Dina, thank you so much. Thank you for having Everybody, me. Good to see you, Jess, you're, too. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Once again, everybody, this is Breakfast with Champions. My name is Ramon Ray. Definitely, I encourage you to check us out at breakfastwithchampions.live. Breakfastwithchampions.live. Let me say it again for those of you who didn't hear me. Breakfastwithchampions.live. We have... Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.